Hello, welcome to Raw Treasures. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help you apply God's word to your daily life. Now, let's join our host, Dr. Edna Stafford. We're going to be looking at fulfilling your mission with excellence because this is what God is requiring excellence. And it's found in 2 Peter chapter 1, and we'll read verses 3 through 10. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it says, as his divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, but also for this very reason, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. Now, having read those verses 3 through 10, I hope that you listen carefully because this is speaking of excellence. It's something that gives special worth and value to our assignment. We are not to just uh, take on the assignment haphazardly and slop over it. It's when you excel or get ahead in your work. When the enemy tries to hold you back or tear you down, you rely on God and you just keep pushing forth and pressing on. Here's how you achieve excellence. These are the ways that you will achieve excellence. And we will be looking at these three ways of achieving excellence. You, first, you're going to make yourself available to what God has offered. And second, you're going to value God's word and study diligently. And the third way that you're going to fulfill your mission with excellence, you're going to occupy your time with meaningful projects, not just busy projects. I'm going to show you, at least I want you to follow along with me on how you can achieve excellence. And these are some of the ways that uh, you, as a child of God, can achieve excellence. Now, the first way that we're going to look at is 
that you got to make yourself available to what's offered. You, and I'm going to repeat that because there are too many people, too many Christians who are doing other things that don't pertain to the kingdom of God, but they want to work in the kingdom of God. So you got to make yourself available to what's offered. And why do I say that? Let's look at verse 4. He says, and I'm going to read this from a New Living Translation, verse 4. He says, and by the same mighty power, he has given us all of his rich and wonderful promises. He has promised that you will escape the decadence all around you caused by evil desires and that you will share in his divine nature. You can only do this if you know how to share in his divine nature. When you are able to share in his divine nature, this is when you are on the uh, on the way to achieving excellence, being able to share in this. So how do you learn how to share in his divine nature? You, you accept it when you receive Jesus. But there's a process to this so that you can grow in it. Get in a good Bible study where the word of God is not just being discussed, but the word of God is being taught. Not opinionated teaching. I tell everyone, run as fast as you can from opinionated teaching. And when I say opinionated teaching, I'm talking about is your opinion, but you don't have any scripture to back it up. See, we need to do as teachers and preachers, we must do proper research and ask the Holy Spirit to rightly divide the word to us so that we can rightly divide the word to others. The second way that I'm going to tell you how to fulfill your mission with excellence, you've got to value God's word and study diligently. This is so important. And when I say value God's word, don't take it lightly. If God said it, I believe it. That's the attitude we should have. Not well, maybe, but no, if God said it, you get, I got to get my opinion out of the way. Do not dispense unsubstantiated information. Do all you can to deliver God's word correctly. Go before the Lord before you get up to teach somebody. Value his word. If misinformation is given, don't be so big and so haughty and prideful that you can admit you made a mistake and you're willing to correct it. If you're unable to correct it, go and find a resource. Go and find somebody who can make it right. We don't want people leaving with the wrong information or what he said, well, she said, no, be honest. So if you make a mistake in your teaching or preaching, and you, the next week, God give you a revelation, come back and let the people know. If you're teaching a Bible study, come back and let them know. I made a mistake. Now, here's what the Word of God says. We are still human. We are subject to error. But only pride will keep you keeping people in the dark 
I don't care if you've been saying it for five years or 10 years. If you come into the knowledge, the true knowledge, change it. So as verse says, to make every effort, and we're to make every effort to apply the benefits of these promises to our life. We're to make every effort to know the word of God, to understand the promises of God so that we can apply them to our life. He says, then your faith will produce a life of moral excellence. We are striving for excellence. He says, a life of moral excellence leads to knowing God better. You don't get to know God better on error. We get to know God better on the truth of his word. So this is why we have to value God's word. Just saying anything because it comes to your mind, this is a disservice to the word of God and to what Jesus went through on the cross of Calvary. So let's value the word of God and study diligently. I'm going to give you the last uh, topic on fulfilling your mission, and not just fulfilling your mission, but fulfilling it with excellence. It's not just barely getting through, but it's fulfilling your mission with excellence, whatever God has called you to do. And this third way is that you got to unoccupy your time with meaningless projects. And I'm going to say that again unoccupy your time with meaningless projects. See, you can be busy, 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 and still not be fruitful. Don't get so busy that you don't have time to be fruitful. Unoccupy your time. You see, this is not fruitful. It's not adding anything to your mission. It's not adding to the excellence of your project. Get rid of it. Put it aside. As a child of God, you want to be productive and useful. And if you're and if you're listening to this and you're not a child of God, if you're working on a job, unoccupy your time and be productive and useful on your job. And I say this, if you don't have the training, get training for the task so that you can perform your task with excellence. Seek out various training and teaching workshops. If you're in the church, let's say you're in the church and uh, you've been called to a position. Say, let's say that you've been called to be a superintendent of a Sunday school. You have not been going to Sunday school. You don't even know how Sunday school operates. First of all, you don't take the position then. Pride will say, yes, I'll do it. But common sense will say, let me start coming to Sunday school. Let me get in the word. Let me get some teaching. Let me get my feet work wet by getting some training and get some workshops under my belt so I can feel secure and make the people who are coming and the teachers more secure. We just jump into things without any preparation and then get angry because people don't want to follow our lack of preparation. This is wrong. God said don't even put a novice in a position like that. That's what the word of God said. 
You don't put a novice in a position of leadership. First of all, they're not going to get the cooperation. And second, they do not know how to use any skills in handling it. And it's no reflection upon them. But the reflection comes when they cannot say no. We cannot be people pleasers. And if you're going to be in a position, you should be an understudy in that position. I speak against this wholeheartedly. When I go to conferences, when I do workshops, I tell people, don't let anybody talk you into a position. You don't even have any basic knowledge and skills of that position because you do more harm than good. You see people are start weeding out. They won't come. So what have you accomplished? It's better to let a person stay in the position who's been there, who's had the training, who's had, who's got the expertise. And if you want a new leader, put that person as an understudy with them and insist they go to seminar training, go to workshops, teachers training. Don't put a person in a position they don't even know how to make out a teacher's outline. They don't even know how to do a proper opening and closing of a of a uh, Sunday school or whatever the project is. We do more disservice than service to the body of Christ when we don't follow godly principles. And so if the person is too busy to get training, find somebody else who's willing to commit to training so that they can be a better servant in the kingdom of God and being a better servant, they are able to draw more people into uh, the establishment, whether it's a Sunday school or a Bible study, or whether it's a, a ministry, a men or women ministry. But you need somebody who can show the way and who know the way. This is the more excellent way. What the, And this person will have a feeling of security not feeling insecure in performing the task. This is how you become productive and useful in the kingdom of God. I'd like to thank uh, the Solid Gray Inc. for the production work and training. Also, Angel DeMellis for opening voice over and Cassandra Danzler for our social media marketing. Now for our upcoming events. On Saturday, June 22nd, uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., I will be conducting a part two spiritual warfare workshop at Bryant Temple AME Church, which is located at 2525 West Vernon Avenue, where the Reverend Wayne Jackson is the pastor, and that's here in the city of Los Angeles. On July the 21st at 10.30 a.m., I will be preaching at the Holy Trinity Lutheran Church. And the address is 9300 Crenshaw Boulevard in Inglewood, where Reverend James Phillips is the pastor. July the 28th at 10 a.m., I also will be preaching at Compton United Methodist Church. Reverend Arnetha Ings is the pastor, and she's located at 1025 West Long Beach Boulevard, Compton, California. So... 
If you miss any of these dates, don't forget to listen to my other episodes that are on the podcast. Visit my Facebook account, Edna Stafford, and my webpage, www.wordchangingministries.inc slash wordpress.com to enhance your spiritual connection and enlightenment. You can also tune in to our telephone Bible study every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. by dialing 818-962-8828. You don't even have to leave the comforts of your home. We are on the line from 6 to 7 p.m. You can also Fellowship with me every Wednesday at 12 noon uh, with Bible study at 2nd AME Church, which is located at 5500 South Hoover Street in the city of Los Angeles, where the Reverend Carolyn Baskin-Bell is the pastor. For more information, contact Word Changing Ministries, Dr. Edna Stafford, Post Office Box 553, Gardena, California, 90247.